What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the In My Prime podcast. I actually just started recording, and I realized that my mic was all the way down, so restarting this. Um, I have two NFL props, two NBA props, and I'm just going to get right back into it because I'm a little bit annoyed with myself. And uh, I, I'm not good at editing, so like the casual podcaster I am, I just stopped the recording and literally deleted it because I, I don't know what to do, man. Like, I don't know how to cut stuff out yet. Uh, I'm going to try and learn it, but... Yeah, man, two NFL props, two NBA props. NFL props, one is for Thursday Night Football, one is for Saturday. The two NBA props are overnight lines that are for today, if you're listening to it, Thursday, um, yeah, for today. So, get into it. First one is Miles Turner, over 16.5 points. I played this at minus 111 at FanDuel. I'd play this up to like minus 125, maybe 130. Um, yeah, uh, Miles Turner, he's over in 14 out of 19 games with 24 plus minutes. This year, uh, he's averaging 19 points per game in those games. The way in which Turner doesn't get minutes is mostly through blowout losses and foul trouble. The Bulls, they aren't a good scoring team. They're not a good team in general. Um, (laughs) Indy, they're two-point favorites in Chicago. I I really have my doubts that a blowout Bulls win is going to happen here. So it seems very unlikely. And also, if you look around at the Bulls roster, maybe... Outside of DeMar DeRozan, I think he's okay at getting this try, but they really don't have anyone who draws fouls like that. And uh, last 15 games, the Bulls draw the fifth fewest fouls in the NBA. And yeah, so I I think Turner should be able to, we should obviously get a competitive game, close game, and also I think he should be able to stay out of foul trouble. Uh, The matchup is fine. The Bulls are a slow-paced team. They don't really give up crazy points. I mean, they're not a great defense, but um, individually, he'll draw Drummond here with Vucevic out. Drummond, he is not a good defender at all, man. I mean, we saw him put up like 25 and 25. Like, the guy can do that when he gets minutes. But uh, there is a reason why he doesn't get get minutes like that. There's a reason why he's a backup center in this league. Um, like, he's, he's just not a good defender. Like, he's kind of clumsy, will foul, uh, be out of position. He doesn't really offer rim protection. He's just not, not a good defender. So, yeah. The Bulls, they are a three-point funnel. Uh Last 15 games, they allow the second fewest points in the paint. They allow the third most three-pointers attempted. However, Miles Turner, he's not reliant on paint scoring. Like He can shoot the ball. He has good touch in the mid-range area uh, on the short roll. Um, like, yes, it's not great that they allow the second fewest points in the paint, but it's also not the end of the world. Like He is not super reliant on scoring inside. And yeah, like I said, man, I, I have really just think that Drummond is not a good defender. So uh, I really like that for him individually. Halley, uh, Tyrese Halberton, he'll have his, an- his hands full as Caruso, one of the best point of attack defenders in the NBA. He'll be on him all night. What that should do is uh, we shouldn't see a blow-up Halley performance, which is good, and should funnel shots to other guys. So yeah, man, all in all, uh, really like our chances of getting a super close game here. Really like our chances of Turner staying out of foul trouble, which obviously leads to what I think is going to be a solid minute floor for Turner here. Obviously, like I said, man, uh, great hit rate with 24 more minutes, 14 out of 19 games. Um, And yeah, man, I don't think Drummond's a good defender. Um, I think he should be able to take advantage of the Drummond matchup. Next play is someone who I actually like never bet on. Uh, I literally just usually glance at his lines and don't even dig deep whatsoever. 
However, I do look at the line and I can tell when a line feels a bit short. And because of that, dug into this one a little bit more. The play for this one, second play, is Jeremy Grant over eight or over 18 and a half. Wish it was 18 and a half. It's over 20 and a half points at minus 118 at FanDuel. So Shaden Sharp, DeAndre Aiden are out for this one, which is good. Shaden Sharp obviously takes a lot of shots. DeAndre Aiden takes a lot of shots, but especially compared to Moses Brown, who is the current starting center. Um, Jeremy Grant, he's over this line in 14 out of 19 games also uh, with 30 or more minutes. 14 out of 17 with 32 plus minutes. Uh, this is another game, uh, four and a half point spread. Game should be close. Uh, worst case scenario, Blazers, they shouldn't be on the wrong side of a blowout here at home against the Spurs. Grant, his minutes, I'd be lying to you if they've been great recently. They've been kind of weird, but um, look closer. I'm going to justify it a little bit right here. Uh, last three games, only 32 minutes against the Wizards, 31, basically 32 against the Warriors, and then 27, basically 28 against the Kings. So against the, against the Wizards, it was a one-point loss. Grant was literally a minus 15 in that one. They lost by 20 in Golden State, and Grant was a minus 20 in that one. And then they beat the Kings by 17, and Grant was a minus 3 in that one. So basically, his rotations uh, just have not been good. And um, But like if they're playing the Spurs, they're favorited here. Uh, I, I don't think that's going to be the case every game. And I especially don't think it's going to be the case when they're actually the better team here. So... Yeah, man, uh, minutes have been down, but I, I don't think it's going to be sticky. I mean, I don't know what Grant's averaging on the year for minutes. I'm going to quick pull that up right now. Averaging 34.8 on the year. Um, is Yeah, man, I just don't think, especially with Sharp out, especially with Aiden out, I don't, I don't think that those minutes are going to be sticky. And also it's worth noting that literally last game against the Kings, like the bench had the game, had like the performance of their careers. Like Dwap Reith had 25 off the bench, was a plus 24. Scoot Henderson had 17. Jabari Walker had 17 too. All great plus minus. So kind of everything, things have just been going wrong for him, man. But I think that his minutes are going to be fine. Like a medium projection here for him should be like 34, 35. So, yeah. Um, Spurs, they are just really bad against high usage players. Uh, pull up some recent guys against Spurs. Laurie Markin in 31. Jordan Clarkson, 24 points off the bench too. Luka had 39 in only 31 minutes. DeMar DeRozan, Kobe White, uh, 21 and 22. Not the greatest, but not terrible. Then Damian Lillard had 40 as well. So uh, it's a little trend that I picked up on. Uh, they don't really double team much. I kind of just go out there and who they don't have great individual defenders. So yeah. Um, last 15 games, the Spurs, they allow the fifth most points per game overall. Uh, the one thing I'll say that they do have to offer on defense is obviously Wemby and his rim protection. But Jeremy Grant, he's a three-level scorer. He can score everywhere. He's not reliant at scoring at the rim whatsoever. Good in the mid-range area. Good in catch and shoot from deep. Good at creating threes for himself. Um, good at good touch around the rim. Like he, he's just a solid scorer, man. He's not relying on anything. He takes what the defense gives to him, and just against bad defenses who play one-on-one -on -one coverage, don't have good uh, point of attack defenders. Uh, I think that Grant, um, there's just no matchup concern. Obviously, if he tries to go up on Wemby, it might not end well, but like I said, man, he's not reliant on that whatsoever. So, yeah, man, um, I mentioned the hit rates above. I think it's a nice byline, um, really good really good hit rate, uh, really good number against a Spurs defense that is probably like a bottom three defense, if we're being honest. Obviously, fifteen last 15, they allow the fifth most points per game, but on the year, they've just been like an awful defense. So, um yeah, man, uh, especially here, we should get really condensed uh, volume from 
Jeremy Grant, uh, Simons, Brogdon, maybe a bit of Scoot Henderson. But uh, yeah, man, like the bench guys who went off, like that's not going to be, not going to be sticky. Uh, yeah, just really should be condensed scoring here. 20 and a half, pretty low line for Jeremy Grant. So that is the second play. Now let's touch on some National Football League bets. All right, uh, first one, let's start with Thursday Night Football. I played David Njoku over 49.5 receiving yards, minus 110 at MGM. Probably play this up to like 51.5 or so. David Njoku, uh, reason for backing reason for backing him. So, yes, guys, I bet on him the last week. He came up just short. I think he had nine targets, only turned it into like 44 yards or so. Fucking Amari Cooper, man. Like, he had 250-plus yards. I think it was like around 260, actually. But, like, I mean, that's just... Like, whatever, man. Like, that's not going to happen. Um, it's just, it's a really bad matchup, too, for, like, the wide receivers, but especially the outside receivers on the Browns. I mean, against the Jets, obviously, DJ Reed, Sauce Gardner, very good cornerbacks on the year. The Jets, they allow the lowest percent of targets out, outside wide receivers. Um, and also, it's worth noting that Amari Cooper, like, he just, he hasn't even practiced all week anyways. So, I mean, I, I would assume he plays, but um, I, I don't expect a great game from Amari Cooper here. Uh, Najoku with Flacco, he's had some pretty pretty good volume. Uh, he's had six targets, eight targets, 14 targets, and nine targets. He's averaged 64 receiving yards over that span in games with Flacco. Uh, right now, the Browns, they're just like incredibly pass-happy with Joe Flacco. I mean, <laughs> Flacco, he's literally attempted 44, 45, 44, 42 passes. And a lot of those games actually have, like, not even been bad game scripts. Like, obviously, the Browns are pretty solid favorites against Trevor Simeon and the Jets. But, um, I mean, this Browns defense, especially at home, especially against, like, bad teams, like, they they just, like, force three and outs at such a high rate that they just allow the Cleveland Browns offense to have, like, ridiculous volume. The Browns, without Chubb, obviously, like, Trump, Ford, Kareem Hunt, like, they don't have a good running game. I think a lot of their O-lines banged up. The Jets don't have the numbers in front of me, but... I, I know that they're pretty solid against the run as well. So I don't expect much from the run game. And I, I think that the Browns just keep on slinging with Flacco, man. Like, honestly. So, and if the Browns they keep on slinging it, like I said, I mentioned the volume before. I, I don't expect big games from the outside wide receivers. Maybe like Elijah Moore or like a running back can get decent volume. But like, like I said, I, I just don't expect a big game from Cooper. I think that if that's the case, like it's basically been all Cooper and Njoku recently. So I, if Cooper's not going to have a good game, I think that just a lot of work is going to get funneled to Najoku. Uh, 50 yards is not a big ask from him. And, uh, yeah, man, I, I just really like this spot for Najoku to have maybe around, like, 10 targets or something here because I just don't expect, like, a lot from Cooper. So, yeah, man, um, went with Najoku over 49.5. I checked the weather, too. The weather in Cleveland, always a concern, especially at this time of year. The weather looks to be pretty pretty decent. So, yeah, man, just really think, really like the spot for Najoku to see some solid volume. He's very athletic, obviously, can make some big plays through the air. For the, for the Saturday game, this is like a play that I love. I kind of wish I even went one and a half units. But uh, I played Jamison Williams over 32 and a half rushing and receiving yards at minus 115 at MGM. So, reasoning behind Jamison Williams, I think the books are kind of a little bit late to adjust to his new role. Like, the dude, he's not just, like, running wind sprints anymore. Like, he's actually getting good targets close to the line of scrimmage, which um, is good because it creates a nice floor. But, um, 
Yeah, he's actually getting like good targets. So last two weeks, uh, Jamison, he's posted logs through the air of seven targets, four receptions, 47 yards, and six targets, five receptions, 43 yards. Uh, underlying metrics, they're good too. Uh, 72% and 60% rail participations. And he's had 22% and 16% target shares. So that's all good. Uh, personally, I, I'm just like a big believer in his talent. Um, obviously, at Bama, like went for like 1,500 yards. Like just the dude is like, an, like he's so fucking fast. Like he, he's just like very shifty, very fast. Um, really good player. And I think that he's finally starting to reach his potential. Um, you can obviously make big plays through the air and catch this in one play. But uh, yeah, man, like I said, he just has like a safer floor now here too. Like last week, um, last week he literally had an A dot of five and a half. Um, and then prior to last week, his year long A dot was 17.36 yards. So that just means that they're like going out of their way to get him involved. They're trying to get him like opportunities to make yak plays, which is good. And yeah, man, like, like I said, like I mentioned before, like, if you have a 5.5 A dot on six targets, uh, you're not just running wind sprints anymore. So, like that. Um, Jameson, like I said, he's athletic as hell. He's had a couple of end rounds this year. And because of that, like, I think this line was maybe like two yards higher than his uh, receiving yards at the time. But yeah, man, like, him getting a handoff is like 100% on the table. So, uh, don't want to miss out on him getting like a 15 yard rush or something like that. So, added rushing because of that. And then I also like the game environment. Uh, game is in Dallas. It's in a dome. Obviously, we do not want to back the passing game from Detroit and Jared Goff outside at this time of year. Uh, Dallas at home, they have literally scored 30-plus points in every game this year. So Cowboys are going to put up points. Uh, we should get a pass-heavy approach from the Lions at some point. Jared Goff should be... Should play good in the dome as well. So yeah, man, like the game environment. I think that the books are just a little bit lacking on his role. So those are the two NFL plays. Uh, Najoku over 49 and a half receiving yards. Basically, I'm playing that because I think the books are a little bit low on Cleveland's passing attack, and then I don't like the spot for outside guys, but especially Amari Cooper. And if Amari Cooper doesn't have a big game, if the Browns continue to pass a ton. I just really like Ninjoku's chances at getting a lot of work. And then for Jameson, like I said, man, like like the game environment. I think the Lions will have to pass at some point. It's in a dome. Um, and I just think the books are lacking on his current role. So, yeah, man. And then the two NBA players, Turner, Grant, both have really good hit rates when they get the minutes. Really like both get uh, chances at the games to be competitive. Uh, both have solid matchups, in my opinion. All right, guys. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in. Um, I'll be more consistent on the pods, and I'll be kind of lacking on them recently. But do have some big plans coming once uh, once I stop working my job, which is going to come pretty soon, and once I stop, once school starts, so I can just get into a consistent routine. So I'll be announcing that soon. But um, sorry about the lack of podcasts recently, but that will be addressed. Anyways, thank you guys for tuning in. I hope you guys have a good one. Hopefully you guys have been cashing your bets. Hopefully we cash some bets tomorrow. Um, if you guys want all my plays, make sure to join the Dub Club link in my Twitter bio. And yeah, you guys have a good one.